expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with the easy news. The TIEX opened up 78 points this morning from Friday's close at 17,378 on turnover of 7.4 billion NT. The market staged a strong technical rebound on Friday to end the day session at a high of 17,300 points on the back of renewed investor interest in the bellwether electronics sector, despite the tech-heavy Nasdaq dropping 1.2% on Wall Street overnight. The semiconductor sub-index rose 2.43% and the electronics sector rose 1.98% during Friday's session, while the old economy sector trended lower, led by the shipping industry, which tumbled 2.58%. The Water Resources Agency says the arrival of a wet weather system from southern China has brought rainfall to drought-stricken areas of the north and south. However, sporadic precipitation had little impact on reservoirs across the island. According to the latest numbers, around 560,000 cubic meters of rainwater had flowed into reservoirs, with a total of 1.08 million cubic meters forecast in the near future. And figures show that most rainwater flowed into reservoirs located in northern and southern Taiwan as the wet weather system lingered in those parts of the country. The Water Resources Agency says it has been using the wet weather system to carry out new cloud seeding operations in 14 locations island-wide. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu says Taiwan and Haiti will continue to work closely together. The statement comes as the Ministry of Foreign Affairs is marking the 65th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic ties between the two sides. Appearing in a specially recorded video marking the occasion, Wu says Taiwan and Haiti will continue to go hand-in-hand and work together for the prosperity and development of both countries. The foreign minister says Taiwan's embassy in Haiti and the Haitian government are organizing a series of activities to celebrate the anniversary, including introducing the six decades of bilateral cooperation through special television programs. In international news, the United States says it will send medical equipment and materials for manufacturing vaccines to India. It is one of several countries that has pledged to support India, which continues to battle against a catastrophic surge in coronavirus cases amid a shortage of oxygen supplies and hospital beds. Chagruti Dave reports from Washington. 
Following U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan's phone call with his Indian counterpart, Ajit Doval, the White House released a statement saying the U.S. is working around the clock to send resources and supplies to India. But the U.S. has been accused of acting too late, as it's only now reversed an export ban, allowing raw materials to be sent to India to manufacture the Covishield jab. The U.S. will also send therapeutics, rapid diagnostic test kits, ventilators and personal protective equipment, and it's also looking at options for oxygen, which is in critical short supply in India. The Biden administration is also facing pressure to donate some of its stockpile of unused AstraZeneca doses, a jab which hasn't been approved in the US. Dr Anthony Fauci told ABC News on Sunday this was going to be actively considered, but the White House hasn't officially commented on such a move. That was Jagruti Dave. And Chloe Zhao has made history at the Academy Awards. Zhao won the Oscar for Best Director for Nomadland, becoming just the second woman and the first woman of color to win the award. This was the only year in Oscar history with two female nominees, Zhao and Promising Young Woman director Emerald Fennell. Only seven women have ever been nominated. It was the first Oscar for the 39-year-old Zhao, who was born in Beijing and went to college and film school in the United States. Nomadland was her third feature. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for a simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.